behind me. Okay. <laughs> hey, it Lily. said we can't capture a video. And I was like, oh, my God, we're off to a bad start. But I think we're going. Um, how are you? Thank you so much for coming back on Literally Heinous. You're back by popular demand. Oh, my God. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, I love coming on your podcast. I feel like it's night and day from my personal finance podcast. Yes. So, like actually being able to express this side of myself is so liberating i love it yeah you're so multifaceted like not only are you a finance (laughs) gal and an influencer gal today i find out that you're in a fantasy football league so you're a sports gal yeah yeah no i'm in three leagues actually you're in three leagues yeah that's it's not like a subtle flex of like look how popular i am i'm in three fantasy leagues that is like a flex (laughs) like with like different friend groups no, actually, one of them is just a generic one from ESPN.com. I just wanted another league. Yeah. Um, it's with random people. One is work, and one is, like, my girlfriends, because we wanted to join our friend group league, but all the boys were like, no, like, wow. it's full. So I was like, F you, I'm making my own NFL girlies fantasy league. That's what it's called. Congratulations yeah. on your award nomination, too. So... Thank you. Dave's podcast has been nominated for an award. Yes. We were nominated for a Plutus Award, which is like personal finance content awards mm-hmm. for like um, Instagram, podcasts, YouTube, whatever, anything personal finance. And we were nominated for best personal finance content for women. So, wow. That was that's so exciting. Sick. The ceremony used to be in person um, oh. wherever they do FinCon which this year it's in New Orleans, but now the whole ceremony is online, so I'm going to call in. <laughs> Ugh. That's... I know. That kind of sucks. It'd be I know. It'd be cool to, like, walk a carpet and, like, make a speech. My ego could not. Um, yeah. I would, like, just work that carpet. They'd be like, you can get off now. I'd be like, no, I'm not done. <laughs> yeah, that would be... You would have to, like, get a stylist. Like, that's what I would do. Like, I would have to hire Mimi Cottrell. I- Oh, I know. I would, like, yeah. I think you can hire, like, a personal stylist from, like, Instagram. Like, there's mm-hmm. girls who do that. I would so do that. I um, RIP, not in person. But I'll still be le- looking fierce on my computer. Yeah, of course. And that's, like, hip. Um, yeah. Okay. So we're back together today to discuss influencers, our favorite ones, our least favorite ones, mm-hmm. and just talk about, like, any updates. So we obviously have to start with the queen. She's my queen, Alex Earl. Um, I'm not sure yes. where she ranks on oh your God. list, but she's definitely my favorite. She's high on my list, for sure. Yeah. So Alex signed on with Alex Cooper's network. So Alex Cooper from Call Her Daddy launched this network called Unwell and signed Alex as one of the first creators. And it was undisclosed what the network will be. Like it didn't explicitly say podcast. It didn't say like TV show or anything. So we don't know what it is, but I'm really excited about it. Mm-hmm. So I heard the rumor is like, just like you were saying, she did not disclose what kind of yeah. media they're putting out. Um, the rumor is Alex Earl's family is getting a reality show. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in this Discord server where people gossip. It's just like Reddit. And apparently she was seen with like a, like one of those like microphone cables going down her back. Yes. Yes. You know, like reality TV microphones yeah. like that. Um, it could have been for something else. We don't know. But big speculation there. Um, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, I saw that today, too, about, like, the reality TV show. Um, And because I have noticed that Alex has been going home to New Jersey a lot. And I guess maybe it's because she's not in school. And I don't know. It just seems like she's been going home a lot. And I even thought when she was going home to, like, send Ashton, her younger sister, off to Florence for study abroad. I thought that was, like, in my head, I was like, oh, that's nice. You're, like, flying. Like, that's not a short flight, really, Miami to New Jersey. So you're doing that for, like, two days. But, like, maybe they were filming stuff. And, like, her family has been in so many of her TikToks recently. As for the reality show, I don't know how I feel. I don't know. I know. I'm worried. I know. I love her dad, though, in her TikToks because he's always, like, he's just, like, uh... 
obliging by whatever they say. Mm-hmm. Like, he's never, like, enthusiastically, like, in the TikTok. He's just, like, there. Um, yeah. And so, because of that, I cannot see him on a reality show. Yeah. However, I don't know if he's, like, one of those guys that's, like, any press is good press. Like, even if I don't look that fun in this show, at least, yeah. like, my business will get attention or something. I don't know. But yeah, I feel like I kind of feel like, like it. Yeah. I don't know if I want her family to have a reality show. I think her siblings are a little young to be on a show like that. Yeah. And I would not find them compelling characters because they're just, like, not developed humans. Yeah. Just yeah, I agree with that. I I think it's weird that, I don't know, putting kids on a reality show like that when it's, like, it just makes me think of the Kardashians, like, with Kendall and Kylie, but, like, they were yeah. barely on it. The main focus was the sisters. But, like, with this show, like, Ashton's in school at Tulane. Alex is in Miami. And then it's, like, the main family in New Jersey. So, like, how are they going to do it? I just don't feel like the kids should be put through that. But the girls, like, her littlest sisters, like, obviously love being in her TikToks. So I'm sure that they love the idea. I just, I don't know. Yeah, no. And I think... Just like you said with the Kardashians, like, Kendall and Kylie were not the focus, but Mm -hmm. there were so many scenes that, like, now looking back are so, like, problematic, where it's like, that should not have been on national television, you know? So, I feel like that would be a big hang-up for them, because there's only Ashton and Alex, there's not enough characters, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. um, to make it a reality show, but... Um, if they did, like, a Courtney Chloe Take Miami kind of style show, could okay. be interesting. Again, yeah. Ashes in college. I don't know. But if Alex comes out with a podcast, I think that would be a big move for her. I don't want her to have a podcast. <gasps> you want her to keep TikTok as her main content? Yeah, she's just not, like, a podcast girl. Like, she's visual. Like, that's her whole thing is, like, visuals like putting on makeup getting dressed like doing everything like I just I don't think she would want a podcast it would just feel so inauthentic so I would rather have a reality show than a podcast so yeah no that's a really good point she's a visual girly um the other thing that I was reading was like Alex Cooper like her call her daddy contract with Spotify is coming to an end so that's why she's doing her own network okay and she's just looking for a way to like reinvent herself like how can i Mm. double down on this move and so she not only wants like own her podcast from like the whole network standpoint but she wants to like have a slice of the pie of everyone else's success Mm. i feel like i don't know i think like alex earl is like the alex cooper of gen z's in a way yeah I don't know if Alex Cooper was with Gen Z, but you know what I mean? Like, I think, like, Alex Earl is, like, almost like a, not the exact same, but she's very similar to what Alex Cooper provided for the world. Yeah. But I also don't think Alex Earl was so, like, uh, like, so, uh, willing to spill all these, like, divulging details, you know? The way Alex yeah. Cooper would talk about her escapades on the weekends. Like, Alex Earl yeah. doesn't go into that detail. Alex Earl so keeps I'm, it relatively PG. Like, or PG-13, yeah. I guess. Whereas Alex Cooper was, like, full-on, like, sex stuff. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. I don't know. So, I have no allegiance to Alex Cooper at all. I had never even listened to a Call Her Daddy episode until, like, the breakup episode, and that's because I was forced to listen to it because I was in a car ride with my friends. But it was so cool that Alex Earl is, like, an OG Call Her Daddy. Like, she was, like, I was obsessed with Alex Earl. Like, she was my idol. Like, even Kristen, like, her friend said, like, I remember the first time I met you. You told me how much you loved Call Her Daddy. And I'm just so – whatever she does, I'm just so happy for my – girl like working with her idol from like four years ago she probably never would have thought that would have happened oh yeah and i'm also really happy for alex for having that scholarship that she started like i think right that was really good pr for her yeah just my take Um, you can just tell that she loves the university 
Yes. She loves yeah. university. And I would have hated if she, like, did that immediate thing where she spins out and she's like, I'm coming out with my own store. And it's like... Yeah. Or you know what I mean? Like, just trying to do, like, kind of like a quick money grab. Like, yeah. I have my own private label. I think mm-hmm. so many influencers who do that it's just kind of like um it's just kind of like a cheap flop like i don't know i I think she likes fashion but that's not what i like her for i'm not looking Mm -hmm. to her for like fashion inspo i want to relate to her and feel like i'm one of her friends so yeah i feel like everyone's been kind of waiting for like okay now that you're famous what's gonna be your thing like because she hasn't really Mm -hmm. had a thing like her she did the Forever 21 Juicy Couture thing. She has, like, the thing with Benefit Cosmetics. Like, the, mm-hmm. they have the Get Ready With Me makeup bags, which is cute. But that's just, like, slapping your name onto something. I was wondering, like, what's she going to come out with? So I think, yeah. like, this is going to be it. Whatever the unwell announcement is, like, reality show, I will absolutely be watching. Yes. And the other thing that I love about Alex Earl and I, is that I feel – like she was kind of born for this in a way that like she doesn't complain about being famous she's traveling like every weekend she never talks about like anxiety like she always seems happy and grateful which and i look at someone like charlie d'amelio and like dixie d'amelio and like addison ray or like i don't know all like other people that get famous really quickly they all have these like negative spirals and like can't really handle it but alex is just like chugging along yeah and I think Alex did grow really fast, but I think it was after Charlie and Addison and this kind of growth, like, I mean, Alex was beyond with her growth, yeah. but I think she kind of knew, like, okay, this is how famous they got. I could get to that level. Like, she kind of, yeah. I think, was able to handle it yeah. one by one versus, like, Charlie and and Addison were just growing into the abyss. Like, they didn't know when it was going to stop. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think she seems much more grateful. Even, like, when she got invited to the white party for 4th of July, like, she did not make it seem like, I'm going to a party. Like, she kind of said, I'm going to the white party. Like, she tells you how it is. And she realizes how crazy it is that she's going to these saints. Yeah. It's just, I love watching her succeed. I love, like, watching her grow and have fun so she wasn't a little scandalista um in the Hamptons so she basically there was a video of her like making out with some guy at a club the guy he was wearing like a cowboy hat that like covered his face but like they were obviously canoodling at this club it comes out that this guy is actually 17 and he was going into his senior year of high school or was he going into college I forget, but he was 17. He was 17, I think, but it was, like, two days before his 18th birthday. So people figured out that he's, like, the grandson of some fancy, famous woman, and there was a dinner, like, the night before, and Alex was seated next to him at dinner, and then a day or two later is when, like, these club pictures came out, so everyone was, like, up in arms, like, oh, my God, like, she kissed a minor, like, all that stuff. And people were saying, like, well, if you were seated next to him at dinner, like, surely his age would have come up. Like, she knew. Like, she made out with a minor. Like, she knew. And then she was, like, canceled for being a pedophile for a little bit. Yeah. I I think that's, like, it's kind of, like, extreme. Because even when I go to a dinner, whether it's brand dinner or dinner with friends, I am not asking ages. And no. the fact that he's in a club, I think you could safely assume he's probably, like, 21 Especially if he's, like, yeah. drinking. But I don't know. I think the difference between 17 and 18, even, like, 17 and, like, 20, I feel like I don't notice a difference. And, like, people, yeah. they still kind of look, like, the same. I don't think Girlie had any idea. I think the way yeah. she handled it was, like, perfect, like, PR. Love. Though. Love. Love. Yeah. Yeah. I... I... I wanted to talk to her so badly during this because I was like, Alex, are you okay? Because she was still in the Hamptons for, like, a week after that. Like, if I were her, and, like, she's obviously, like, drinking a ton, like, blacking out, like, almost every night. She's, like, in the midst of, like, 
this kind of scandal and then just has to like keep going around the Hamptons, which is like a small little town. If I were her, I would like, I need to go home now, but she stuck it out. <laughs> like, I know. Talk about know. anxiety. That's the other thing. It's like why I'm glad I'm not like this because I do so much dumb shit and like my dumb shit just kind of like fades into the abyss and like whatever. But yeah. imagine like waking up to that and having oh. to deal with that for like a week. Yeah. And you have millions of followers. Like, are you kidding me? I couldn't work. I'd have to use PTO to deal with this. I would have to check myself into, like, a facility. And now that's, like, her thing is, like, when she comes up in, like, larger conversations, it's like, oh, well, she's a pedophile. And I'm like, guys. Yeah. Um, It's so dramatic. The way that she handled it, and I like how she does this. Like, she has never made, like, an apology video she's never gone on like an apology tour she's never made like a statement because she's never really had to she's never really done anything that bad but she like talks to people through comments which is a really nice way of like saying something without like setting it into stone yeah and she'll do it on like lives too like she'll go on instagram live and she'll like drop a little bit of tea or provide a little bit more clarity um she did that about like braxton barrios i believe this was before um the minor um she basically just said on instagram live like oh you know we're not official we're just having fun we both wanted to be single for the summer so she'll drop these like tidbits of like kind of hard-hitting news and just kind of like hide them and it's smart yes it's really smart oh Oh, yeah like she doesn't need a whole instagram post to like apologize she doesn't explain it she just responds in a comment like when she doesn't treat it like a big deal it's not a big deal yeah and it's true for like everything in life and i really am trying to learn that too that was honestly like some of my feedback that my boss gave me was like when you get rattled by something like everyone can tell and it makes the situation worse like you look so much better by looking unfazed and i love that alex does that because it's refreshing and it's like relaxing yeah yeah and it's like it's just a mistake like we all do it and she's also 22 like it's not like she's like 58 i don't know no yeah i still love her um and i'm excited to see but you know who does not keep things unfazed who ken yurik oh yeah (laughs) i was like where are you going with this (laughs) i (laughs) this is brought to you by our next sponsor (laughs) no just kidding there are no sponsors it seemed like that (laughs) i know it kind of did but i like found an opportunity for like a really smooth transition to the next topic Okay. okay. I think of Ken Yurick and Alex Earl as like foils in my head. And I think it's because I discovered them both kind of at the same time. So Ken Yurick is like a 22 year old influencer in Austin, Texas, but she's originally from Pennsylvania. I remember back in October of last year, maybe like this time last year, seeing a video from Girl Boss Town who makes like little PR predictions about. She was like, this girl's about to be the next Emma Chamberlain. This girl's about to pop off about Ken Yurek. And I'd never heard of her before. So, like, I followed and I was like, let's see. Girl Boss Town was wrong because it ended up being Alex Earl. And Ken Yurek's mm-hmm. career is, like, spiraling down the toilet. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Ken, I kind of liked her at first. But then she, like, kind of started annoying me. She posts way too much like everything that she does all the time it just kind of like yells at her phone a lot um and the way that she handles her scandals which are numerous like every week there's more is she goes Mm -hmm. on these like instant like almost like kanye style instagram rants and it's not cute yeah i i haven't closely followed her this whole time and why i just don't find a lot of what she does to be aspirational like her personality her like career like there's nothing about her that i'm like i want to be like that yeah and i would say like the way she's like handles her influencer career i'm like what are you doing like Mm -hmm. it just seems kind of like like just so many scandals and the one that comes to the top of my mind is like her missing cat um okay have you seen that let's get into that that is the one that is like traumatizing me the most because yeah i have a cat 
and I adore my cat to like the ends of the earth. I would do anything for my cat. He is my baby, my one and only child, the love of my life, everything like that. If my cat were lost, which one time he fell off my balcony, I sound like a really bad mom. Um, but I couldn't find him. It happens. Like accidents happen. I was besides myself. I had to take PTO the rest of the day to go look for him. And then once I did find him, I was just like, I need to spend the rest of the day with him. I'm so bad. She lost her cat. Her cat ran out the door is what she claims. And she posted about it on her stories like days later. And she has Mm -hmm. so many followers in Austin that could have like been on the lookout. Like it would have been practical to like post about it. And it was just like, oh my God, I'm so sad. Like he's gone. And it's like, I don't know. What are your thoughts? So I actually really understood Ken in this position. So let me set the stage for people that aren't aware. So Ken Yurik is like an animal lover. Like that's her thing kind of is like she, I think it's in the works or maybe it's not, but she has like a pet line coming out for like pet accessories. She has a pit bull named Ma, incredible name, by the way, Um, this like kind of overweight pit bull. And she had baby, the gray cat, just like this little gray tabby. That's the one that's missing um minx just like a little orange cat gus a little designer cat that's the cutest fucking cat i've ever seen in my life okay one kind of like republican take on my behalf is i don't care when people get designer cats like so she like fosters all these or not fosters but she like rescued all these animals like ma and the two cats are like rescues whatever then she got this like little designer cat this british short hair cat And I did not blame that girl. I was like, hell yeah, I would get that cat. And everyone was like, wow, like so much for adopt, don't shop. Like, wow, like this cat. And I'm like, when it comes to getting like French bulldogs, I'll definitely kind of like side eye you. But I don't know. That doesn't bother me. Sorry. But I'm also like not an animal person. Sorry. And you're not. I thought you were. No, I'm not really an animal person. I love cats. I don't really like dogs. Oh, yeah. I'm the same way. No, it's fine. That's I like cats. Me too. Um, but, like, designer no, I, cats doesn't bother me. <laughs> I have a designer cat, technically. Yeah. Even though he's from Craigslist. It was just the way of me not feeling guilty about having designer cat. So. Hey, no judgments here. And I don't think any of the heinousers will judge you either. So, she's got those. <laughs> and then... Okay, so was it just that? Okay, and then recently she just got a puppy. Like, a pit bull puppy named Mabel. So she's got five animals, two dogs, three cats. She just bought a house, which is good. So, like, originally she had the three cats and the dog in her, like, one or two-bedroom apartment, but then she got a house. So she posts on her story about a week ago, maybe, um, like, I really didn't want to have to say this. Like, I was scared to post this, but I was, like, coming into the house one night, and Baby, one of the gray tabbies, darted out the door. Haven't found him since. When I saw that, I was like, oh, girl, like, you are in it for a shit storm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so her yeah. Reddit snark page is probably the most active Reddit snark page out of any of the influencers that I follow, I think. Like, they have it out for her. Oh. I would say 60% of it is warranted. 40% of it is reaching and people just looking to hate. A lot of it's, like, ridiculous and then mm-hmm. a lot of her hate, and it, this happened, like, way before this, is, like, animal-related. Because when it comes to animals, people can get, like, really crazy. And there's so much to, like, criticize someone over the way that they, like, parent their pet. It's like PETA mm-hmm. almost. Like, some of the stuff I was like, oh. Like, like she would yeah. post that she's on a walk. And someone would go to, like, the weather app and be like, oh, my God, it's 100 degrees. And she's walking ball. Like, she's an irresponsible pet owner. I don't know. And the thing is, like, we don't yeah. know how long she walked her for. We don't know what time of day. So I actually understood why Ken wouldn't want to post this immediately. Because I think that when Baby ran out the door and she knew she couldn't find him, her first thought was, oh, my God, the Internet's going to destroy me. And that's really sad that, like, she – that was her first thought. Mm-hmm. I can see that. I think people on those pages do have it out for them. And I think, like, yeah. give – influencers benefit the doubt i don't think everything that they put online is the absolute truth um i think that 
there have been, like, I don't know all of them because I don't follow her extensively, but she's done other things in the past to her other pets that I think have made her care of animals questionable. And so, and I think, like, I don't know. I'm also, like, wondering why do you have, how many animals does she have? She has five. five, Now she has four. Four. Four now. Um, That's, like, a lot for one person, especially for a person who needs an assistant to help them with, like, everything. We'll get to that. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. But, like, yeah, she, it's, like, how are you taking care of all these animals? Like, at a certain point, getting another animal is taking away from all your other animals' lives. Like, it doesn't add anything to the family. Yeah. And especially, like, a puppy. So, the other day, she, like, posted on her story that, like, Mabel, like, bit the wall. Or there was some, like, hole in the wall, like, scratchings, bite marks. And it was, like, the puppy. And she, like, posts that. And I'm, like, God, like, I wish I could talk to her. Because I... I like her and our mutual friend Sophia lives in Austin and has said nothing but wonderful things about Ken and like has met her out a few times has some mutual friends I think that like she's a nice girl and like I want to help her but I just kind of want to say like keep your animals to yourself because people are gonna find anything wrong with Mm -hmm. it but yeah I just think it's a lot I mean I just can't relate to that like wanting to have five animals that's actually my worst nightmare but I know when she was living in the apartment, she would just say things like she would let Ma, like, pee in the house or things like that. And just random little, like, anecdotes that she thinks are funny and quirky that to a crazy pet owner is, like, bad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The equivalent of this, I think, is when, you know how, like with your three-year-old son you might have him go grab you another beer from the cooler but like yeah. really you shouldn't be putting a kid having mm-hmm. them serve you alcohol even though they're just grabbing you a beer um and you don't want to post that online you don't yeah. want people to know you have that even though it's not a big deal you don't air that out and i think the mm-hmm. way that she airs out all this stuff that usually you keep hush hush like other people put pee pads in their apartment for dogs like it's not a crazy new invention but, like, you don't advertise it all the time. Yeah. Not, like, pee pads is a bad one. I think that's not as bad. But, like, letting her dog pee in the house, like, okay, maybe you had the best intentions, but, like, why are you telling the world? This doesn't look good. So. Yeah. I, I, ag- I bring yeah, her I judgment into question in that. Um, yeah. But her assistant. Do we want to talk about. Yes, we do. Being her assistant. Um, yeah. I think you have the posting and you'll put it on Instagram. I do. Right? I do. So, and I actually had another, so, okay, a few months ago, and I've had this thought about Ken for a while because she's always posting my assistant this, like, oh my God, like when my assistant picks me up or like, she has these like three friends that she like tags a lot and like, I recognize them now and it's usually like they're doing something for her, like breaking down her PR boxes, driving her. She has this, like, nice Ford Bronco, but I don't even think she drives. Like, she has her friends slash assistants drive her. She's always talking about her team, my team this, my team that. And Mm -hmm. I, naturally, had to compare it to Alex. And I'm thinking, Alex Earl is flying all over the country multiple times a month. She's at, like, award shows. She's at events. She's really booked and busy and has a lot of like brand deals and a lot of stuff coming up. How is it that I've never once heard Alex mutter the words assistant or my team? But like Ken primarily stays in Texas. Like she doesn't really leave Texas. And she'll she does like brand deals, but like I mean, I don't know like to the extent that Alex Earls. So I actually like okay, so this was what I found. She did like an ask me anything and someone asked No hate, but why do you need an assistant to do normal tasks? Just wondering. She says, I can totally see why you would think that, but Liv, who I believe is no longer her assistant, and this was maybe like a month or two ago, helps me with way more than just my personal stuff. There's so much that goes on with me and we work what we work on that I don't show and get to tell you guys about because of confidentiality. Some of her work consists of scheduling, being constantly available, going through a thousand emails, being a middleman between me, 
my team and some brands. When content creating becomes your job, it makes being on your phone exhausting. This gives me an opportunity to focus on more creative things. When I first hired my assistant, she was shook at how much goes on behind the scenes that nobody knows about. Content creating is very new. There's not a lot of information about it. It's constantly growing. Fair, I guess. Um, Half fair, in my opinion. I think, yes, there's a lot that goes behind the scenes that you don't know. But I think Alex has a manager who takes care of all that. Like, you can get managers and... The people who have assistants, I think they're more like people who are like booked and busy or like, I don't know, not like Penn's level influencer. So I know that like a manager, like they help you get brand deals and they would be the middleman. And I'm also confused why an assistant is the middleman between you and your own team. Isn't that like what your team is for? Like you shouldn't need a middleman. Like you talk to your team. Um, Oh, yeah. So... I don't know. So then like a week ago, she posts on her story that she's looking to hire and expand her team. And this is after like people have noticed that like her regularly tagged people aren't around anymore. Like that live girl who was her assistant, I think they unfollowed each other. So Ken posts this on her story. A lot of questions about the position positive attitude takes tasks seriously and urgently someone to my right hand man creative someone who's always available and makes sacrifices hands on and willing to help me with personal needs someone who pays attention to detail urgently and professionally replying to texts and emails this job is not always a nine to five good with technology organized loves being around animals professional And then she follows it up with basically looking for someone who's a jack of all trades, which is like the number one red flag. If you see that in a job description, run and can handle whatever comes with grace and urgency. This job is not for everyone. Understandable. It's chaotic and can be overwhelming. This job is not a nine to five and sometimes will require you to do things outside your regular hours. Mm -hmm. And then. She follows up with a selfie. Oh, like, would you want yep. to pick me up in the airport this hour? And it's like, yes. She follows it up with a 0.5 selfie at an airport saying, for example, would you be okay picking me up from the airport even at this hour with the timestamp at 1245 a.m.? Okay. The first. Okay. You know what? You want to start because I've got a lot, but you start. I got a lot too. And I think that, okay, if you ever hire someone, you need to understand that they have a life too outside of work and that Mm -hmm. they're you're hiring them to be your best friend they don't want to be there like they want to be there to get paid and that's all it is to them is a job um so i think expecting someone to pick you up from the airport at random times that's a little much i would say you have to pay time and a half and give like two weeks notice if that's going to happen yeah um just like any normal job would um and then other thing is why do you need someone to drive you around? Like, mm-hmm. like Alex drives herself around. She takes yeah. herself to the airport. She takes care of everything. She just Ubers, I'm sure. But that's a business expense, first of all. Why do you need someone to drive you? Yeah. Like, drive your car. That's the thing that gets me. I'm like, that's the weirdest part about it all. Like, are mm-hmm. you that busy? You can't yeah. drive. And wouldn't you want your assistant not driving so they can answer more emails since they have to be constantly available? I don't know. Yeah. The main thing for me is when she says this position is very entry level. No, it's not entry level because you want a personal assistant and dog walker, which is fine, which is more than fine. Look, she has five pets. Like I would be concerned if she didn't have someone helping her with pets, but that's not an entry level job. I think, I mean like an entry level job would be like a coordinator or like a specialist or like some sort of, Mm Hmm thing that like you will elevate to it's an entry-level job if there's like somewhere to progress from if you want a personal assistant that's not entry-level that's just like a low-paying job is basically what you're saying which is also fine like you can pay someone Mm -hmm. minimum wage but like you also can't say like constantly available make sacrifices like you're not Miranda Priestly and I know she probably saw Devil Wears Prada and like thinks that she can do that but like you can't like pay a time and a half and like give notice. Mm-hmm. And it's sad because there are definitely like 
girls at UT Austin and like young girls in Texas that like would jump at the opportunity and like fans and she knows that which is why like she's doing this that's one comment a lot of people make about New York influencers um because they like target to hire college students who are willing to work cheaper and they're willing to work hard to just get their name out there and build a Mm -hmm. reputation um and actually the kardashians do this chris jenner has an internship program um for college students but theirs is so different it's so much more structured you have a manager that's not chris jenner and every intern is allowed to have lunch with one of the kardashians every summer i think they get to pick it's so much more than that and they're paid well um yeah that's so cool i've never heard that yeah I saw yeah. the posting. It's like, you know how they have, like, their overall LLC or S-Corp? Yeah. That's, like, yeah, uh, Jenner, Jenner Media. Yeah, yeah Jenner whatever that. Um, yeah. It's an internship with that. And oh, cool. It's so cool. And they usually hire girls from Pepperdine, like, mm-hmm. in Malibu. But yeah. it's, like, cool. And it's, like, they pay you well, and they teach you more about, like, media. Yeah. And... And they give you the exposure. And I think a lot of influencers try to get away with, like, half the pay and be mm-hmm. like, but you get all this exposure. You're not a Kardashian. You're just, like, an so influencer true. with, like, 300,000 yeah. followers on Instagram. It's not the same. You're not, it's not. Kim Kardashian. You're not a billionaire yeah. with, like, global connections to all these fashion brands. It's not the same. Yeah. So, yeah. I guess, like, Ken York, like, <laughs> she's not as busy as like kardashians or even alex earl and she needs someone to drive her around it's kind of crazy to me yeah but, yeah I, I she know. i think that she's very insular in austin and i listened to a podcast with her on it and she said she loves being in austin and she doesn't want to move to new york or, and, or la because she likes being a big fish in a small pond which i understand completely i would probably be the same like she's the shit in austin like she knows all the bars. She probably gets into everywhere super easily. She has connections. Like, everyone wants to work with her. Every business, every restaurant, every bar. Like, I get it. So she's, like, a big deal in Austin. But, like, go to New York. Like, go to L.A. and, like, see that, like, you're not that special. And, like, paying someone an exposure really isn't exposure. Like, her last assistant, she posted a picture on her story of her assistant painting her toenails. Mm-hmm. Like, that's degrading, and that's not, mm-hmm. like, cute, and it's obvious that, like, you're paying these people to, like, be your friend. Oh, yeah. And, okay, to compare it to Kim Kardashian's former assistant, Stephanie Shepard, or Steph yes. Shep, she, Love. like, so she became friends with Kim over the time, and I'm sure she might have painted Kim's toes for her at some point, but it was to the, at that point in their a working relationship where they were very comfortable with each other. Steph was on their show and now Steph yeah. is like her own influencer with her own brands. Like she's doing great. And yeah. I think she's grateful for Kim. She's no longer the assistant cuz she has her own thing going on. But to then also see Ken's old assistants unfollow her from Instagram and they're not like walking away with like crazy like I can be my own influencer now. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Like she just wants to underpay. And Mm -hmm. I always respect people that have assistants that are like older and like career assistants, Mm -hmm. like Ariana Grande's assistant, this woman named like Donna or Diana, I think is like this 60 year old woman. And like, you never see her. The only reason I know who she is is because she was listed in the credits of Ariana Grande's like tour documentary. Because I, for years, I've been trying to figure out who Ariana Grande's assistant was because I was like, I want to do that. But, like, yeah, if you're smart, you pay – this is, like, what people say about restaurants is you hire a good manager and pay them all the money in the world. Like, yeah, if yes. you want to get yes. shit done, pay one person and treat them like a fucking queen and, like, you yeah. never have to, like, worry about anything. Oh, yeah, definitely. Have you heard of the influencer Alicia Marie? Of course. Yeah. Pretty basic. Yes. Yes. And have you heard of the influencer Kenzie Elizabeth? Yes. Kenzie used to be Alicia's assistant. That's how she got big. And 
Alicia um, was helping Kenzie start her influencer career. And then when she got big enough, she quit. Yeah. And I always felt like that was kind of a case study of like an influencer who did assistant, right? Yeah. Not that all assistants need to go in the influencer pipeline, but they have a really great relationship. Even to this day, they're like, um, not like besties, but like very fond of each other. And I always admired that. And if I were an influencer, and Remy Bader has said this on um, Not Skinny But Not Fat's podcast, is that none of her assistants have been influencer aspiring or, like, anyone, like, remotely adjacent to the industry. Like, I wouldn't want someone working for me to be, like, secretly kind of – or not secretly, but, like, trying to do their own thing on the side. Like, because then it's, like, who knows what their kind of, like, tricks have up their sleeves or, like, what if they steal, like – yeah. I don't know. It's, like, cutthroat, and, like, you're so much better off, like, having an assistant that, like, is not adjacent to the industry at all, and is just, like, a hard worker and knows you really well. Like, that kind of – there's a reason why, like, C-suite executives, like, executive levels will take their assistants, like, company to company with them, and, Mm -hmm. like, because that relationship is invaluable. So I don't even know, like, what can want out of this, like, because just to save money – I don't know, like, what the benefits of hiring, like, someone with no experience to do, like, what apparently yeah. is a really hard job. Yeah. I don't think it's a good look. Yeah. Um, so speaking about Ken and her money, um, she kind of has this weird – another thing that people snark on that I also really don't like is that she complains about how expensive things are. So she went to the dentist and was saying, like, oh, my God, like, this dentist bill was, like, $2,000. Like, oh, my God. Like, she was irate about it. And then the next day, posts a watch on her story, and she was like, it's a little pricey, but it was an investment. A $30,000 watch. After complaining about a $2,000 dentist appointment or, like, vet bill, and she, like, does this a lot, like, talks about, like, how expensive, like, oh, my God, like, this vet bill or, like, this dance bill or, like, the house, like, and then we'll post all this shit. And I'm like, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah. And so whenever people snark about this with any influencer, I'm always, like, it's all relative. Like, if I had to pay uh, $1,000 to fill up my car with gas, of course I'm going to be like, why was that so expensive? Yeah. But then when I go to... I don't know, buy a car or buy a computer and I spend $1,500, I'm like, pricey, but um, worth it. It's yeah. an investment, whatever. Um, I know it's all relative. Yeah. But but it's a watch and it was 15 times <laughs> as much. Yeah. And a watch is such like a vanity item, in my opinion. Like, I think it's great. If you want a watch, go for it. But... It's like, I don't know. It's like you, it was $30,000. Like, yeah, $30,000. I see your point. And I do the same shit too. Like I'll balk at like how expensive something is if I didn't expect it to be expensive, but then I will pay for something that I want because whatever. Mm -hmm. But $30,000 watch? It's not even in the same. I I know. Like, I know. I don't know. Yeah. I think that's something that, like, you just can't relate to. Yeah. I don't know if Alex Earl would, like, post about that. Like, she has designer bags, but Mm -hmm. they're all, like, $2,000 max. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And Alex just has this, like, level of class to her. And, okay, this is another, like, theory that I have. And maybe you should talk about this on Gals Getting Rich. But I think that a big difference is so Ken did not like grow up rich like at all she I think she was from like a really really small town in Pennsylvania and she said that like she did not grow up with money and Alex did like grow up like really rich like whenever she posts like videos in her house I'm always like wow like her family has a yacht but the way that like Alex carries herself with like her finances and the way that she kind of approaches it with like class and like Mm -hmm. just a sense of normalcy or even just not talking about it like she doesn't really talk about money because it's tacky to talk about money and the way Mm -hmm. that like ken approaches it and like dollar signs to everything like she did a sephora haul and like did a picture Mm -hmm. of the item what it was called and then how much it cost and then a link and i'm like look for your cat girl 
but it, mm-hmm. she she talks about money a lot and like how much things cost or how expensive it was and the, but she's tr- clearly trying to cut corners on like not paying an assistant she obviously doesn't want to pay for ubers or and even mm-hmm. if like i get it like ubering home from an airport sucks ass hire a driver ahead of time like it's more expensive but like they have the little sign like if you yeah. have all that money like that's something that you can pay for and mm-hmm. so i don't know maybe ken has like the scarcity mindset where like she doesn't want to pay for something if like she doesn't have to i don't know yeah no i think everything you said really hits home for me i think yeah. like when you don't grow up rich like you think about money way more than someone who did grow up comfortable and they were not they didn't have any trauma surrounding finances um and i think like her being cheap and then like talking about money all the time it's just like a red flag of like i'm insecure about money and i don't know i think like even with like driving like i know you mean it does suck to drive home or like Mm -hmm. have to uber home from an airport sometimes like you just feel so like alienated it's so nice when like your mom picks you up or your friend picks you up and you're like oh i'm home it's like homey yeah but like your assistant like when you have them also take on all these other hats all of a sudden it dilutes the value of being an assistant and now they're just a driver Mm -hmm. or a dog walker like it's at that point where you should just outsource those jobs get an uber driver get a wag dog walker and make your assistant feel more like an assistant and you'll get a lot more value out of them when you treat them well yeah and or like you said like paying time and a half like telling your assistant like two nights before i'm landing at this time it's really late can you pick me up i'll pay you double whatever yeah i could never do that like i'm in bed by 10 usually like i would never fucking do that um yeah but yeah, yeah i don't know it's interesting to see i also feel like ken is at a point with her career where like she could pull in emma chamberlain or whoever and like just post brand deals and like look for your cat and take a mental health break she went to cabo Mm -hmm. a few weeks ago with friends and like something happened i don't think anyone knows what happened but like something bad happened i think after that was when people started noticing like she and her friends were unfollowing each other after the trip she went on like a tirade like a kanye level rant on instagram and then like her mom like emergency like flew in like her friends like called her mom to like come in from pennsylvania because she like wasn't doing well and then she even said at one point she was like going to bed and was taking sleeping pills or something and she's like i remember thinking that i don't care if i wake up or not and then baby goes missing and but she's still like posting like starbucks and like sephora halls but then she like gets mad at people she's like i'm not she's like i am looking for him like i still am posting regular like this is my job and i'm like please take a break yeah no and i think when who was this other person who had like a mental health crisis oh it's just some like tiktoker i forget their name oh was it yes they had like a mental health crisis yeah or apparently it wasn't even one like it was just like it seemed like a manic episode if you didn't see it yeah and people are like okay if she were not having a manic episode why would she be posting on tiktok nonstop? like just post after post and i think like when you are posting stuff like that it's yeah. almost like a cry for help it's like what is going it's, on like it's sad. you need attention yeah it's hard to watch and it's also hard like i don't think she has a lot of like real friends that it, there isn't some business transaction. Yeah. And maybe that's why no. she wants a young assistant is because, like, she knows that she can be their friend. Yeah. But, like, like I was saying before, um, with, like, Kim Kardashian and other people, like, your assistant is your assistant. And they yeah. are probably going for it for the money. They They may not want to be like you. They may not mm-hmm. want to be your friend, you know? Yeah. Like, sometimes it's better, instead of hiring an assistant, assuming they'll be your friend, hire an assistant to just be an assistant. Look yeah. for friendship later. If you're not friends with them, you can move on. But, like, yeah. I don't know. It drives me nuts. I, I agree with that. Um, so, moving on, 
I want to touch on Kit Keenan because I wasn't planning on talking about her today because like there's not a lot to say and I know we talked about her in the last episode but yeah I'm shook so a redditor basically went on like a deep dive and found a bunch of her old pictures on Instagram Mm -hmm. where she is like grunge like tumblr like like the icy blue hair like super grunge and she's posing with like madison beer like a full like friend pose with madison beer Mm -hmm. olivia jade's younger sister charlotte lawrence that banana blue like that whole circle of like la girls kaya gerber kaya gerber like she was friends with all of them so this was like 2017 to 2019 and i was shocked yes Oh, um, no, it's, it's actually, like, like, really, like, taking me back, because, yeah. okay, so Lily sent me the whole Reddit post last night, yeah. and I was going through it, and Lily's takeaway was that this is the same kind of life Hailey Bieber had pre-fame, yeah. yet mm-hmm. look where Hailey Bieber is, and look where Kit is, um, yeah. and I know we were gonna go there, but... It's, like, crazy because, like, Kit, I think, had everything going for her. She had a rich mom. Sorry, not just rich, but, like, famous mom. Fashion designer mom. a fashion designer mom. Yes. Lived in New York. Had all these big friends. She had all the connections in the world. She was dealt the best hand anyone could be Mm -hmm. dealt. And here she is in an influencer role. Just, like, all these, like, normal girls. Just, like, posting Amazon storefront and, like, HelloFresh and, like you know brands dealership yeah not dealership but like brand deal yes. brand deal yeah so this was really interesting because kit just seems this kind of okay i have a lot of thoughts around this my initial reaction is when i saw these pictures of like just quintessential la like all of those like that whole circle of girls that i've never heard anything positive about um and i see her and i'm like oh my god how is she like that four years ago but now she's like she was at Haley bieber's event like like recording her and justin like a fan like this and i'm like bitch that could have been you but then i like kind of thought about it for a minute and i was like i'm sure that those girls like those la girls are not fun to be friends with at all I think, like, Madison Beer, like, she used to run around with them a lot and has said that it was, like, the worst time in her life. Like, it's a bad group of girls. Like, they're a fast-moving crowd. Like, that whole, like, Charlotte D'Alessio, like, all of them, I imagine they're not fun to be friends with. So I do not blame Kit for, like, not wanting to be friends with them. Yeah. No, I agree with that. And I think, like... You said, like, Haley, like, she's literally, like, married to, like, a music star. She's, mm-hmm. she has fans. And I think, like, if Haley, like, if we were to remove her from her fame and from Justin, everything, and just be like, why would this person be famous? I'd be like, because she has the most interesting, like, bone structure and the most beautiful skin in the world. Like, she's just, like, yeah. a glowing human. Um Someone who, like, if she had a skincare brand, I'd be interested in, which she now does. Like, just plugging her and isolating her in an environment, I think she still has a lot going for her. Kit, I think, has a lot going for her, too. And it's just interesting that, like, here's Haley, like, expounding upon the gifts she was given. Um, and then kit is over here kind of just like staying in her safe place not that like i just think like she grew up in new york her mom is still in new york like she still like feels like the queen of the town yeah she didn't like move and i know new york is like new york or nowhere i get it but it feels like big fish in a small pond oddly to me because it does that is where her roots are she is the big fish in the small pond at New York. Like, in that New York City influencer circle, like, she's the, like, top dog, I feel like. Yeah. Um, and I, again, like, I also don't blame her, too. Like, I would probably want to do that, too. So she lives in, like, a penthouse and on the Upper East Side with her mom and her sister, who she's, like, really close with. And it's, like, fucking mm-hmm. obviously. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. I would do that, too. And, like, 
she's i think she said in interviews that she never really had a desire to take over her mom's business her mom is cynthia rowley um her fashion labels the same name and she didn't really want to work in nine to five i just don't think that like she wants to work that hard and like being like a really commercial influencer is kind of like an easy get and it's like Mm -hmm. an easy cash grab and i don't blame that i just think that like if you want to be like socialite and like mysterious and aloof and like sought after kind of like Haley or like a lot of those like LA girls is you've got to turn stuff down. Mm-hmm. Like you, like, I think that Kit recently did like a brand deal with Hellman's mayonnaise. I'm like, yes. Okay. Like if that's what you want to do, but like you, it, you kind of have to like lose money and like skip out on things and be selective if you want to be like build your brand ultimately. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like she had money to fall back on. So I'm kind of like, why are you doing all these dumb deals when, like, you could be so much more? Yeah. And I remember when she went on The Bachelor, the one thing everyone was saying about her was she's not there to find love. She's there for the brand deals and for the marketing. And I was really excited. Like, okay, she already had a lot going for her before The Bachelor. Why does she need to go on The Bachelor in order to get here? Like, she must have something really big in the works. And then she didn't. Like, she's just like any other Bachelor girl. In fact, I think Maddie Prue is debatably, like, more successful than her. Like, you know, some of these, like, specific Bachelor girls, I think, are doing better than she is. So it's just, it feels a little bit like a flop era. Like, she had so much going. So much going. There's so much buildup. She's on The Bachelor. What is, like, what is she stirring? And then it's just like, oh, I'm an influencer. Like, yeah, really? She didn't need to go on The Bachelor. And I imagine that, like, the L.A. girls were probably like, why are you doing that? Because that's, like, beneath them. Like, everything is about, like, being what is, like, more cool. What is harder to get? Like, what is harder to obtain? And then Kit, like, went on The Bachelor, which is kind of like a normie Midwestern thing to do. And then she does, like, Amazon hauls. And I'm like, bitch, none of those girls would ever do an Amazon haul. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, and that's how I feel. Like, people, like, get mad at influencers when they only have expensive clothes. And so when they link stuff, people are like, well, I can't afford any of this. But then they will link stuff to, like, Shein and Zoffel and Amazon that is affordable. And you know they're making money off your link. First of yeah. all. And then second of all, you know they're only posting something in that price range so they can sell it to you. Yeah. Like it feels disingenuine at that point. So it's like, would you rather someone be genuine, like genuinely posting about the clothes that they actually wear or posting clothes like you can afford so you can feel like yeah. you like them? I think there's like, yeah. they're both kind of evil in a certain way. Um, but yeah, it's like her going for Amazon. It's just like, I. I know you're not actually wearing all the clothes you're posting about. I know you don't actually eat Hellman's mayonnaise, like, day in, day out. Like, I don't know. So, that's where it gets me. Yeah. It was just weird seeing the pictures, like, how, like, grungy and, like, cool that she looked. And, like, now she just, like, has lost every, like, bit of coolness. And I think it's, like, when I look at those New York City influencer girls, and everyone hates them, too. (laughs) Yeah. Like, everyone just says... I don't know always who they're referring to, but every time I hear about one of those events, they're like, oh my God, the girls there are so mean. And it, I feel it's all the like Midwestern Amazon girlies. And like, I'm sure Kit is yes. like the top, but like, is that what you want? Like challenge yeah. yourself a little bit. Oh, I know. Um, Agreed. I don't know. But I also like, I guess I get it too. Like, I think maybe she just like doesn't want to work that hard and maybe she just she probably doesn't like partying too which like i also understand like those girls go really hard like she probably just has no desire to do that like she's living with her mom Mm -hmm. because like i mean she could live on the lower east side if she wanted but like i just don't think that's her style which i get yeah no she's a princess and it's fine yeah she is Um, but do you want to talk about audrey peters really quick i will need you to fill me in because i don't know her that well Oh my god. What I know heck? about her. I feel like she's everywhere. She is everywhere, but like no one's ever like explained it to me. 
So the thing I like about her, which we were just talking about, like, would you rather an influencer post what they genuinely wear, what they genuinely love, mm-hmm. that you cannot afford, or have an influencer post she and links that they are not actually wearing, they're just trying to yeah. sell you. And the thing about Audrey Peters is she does only post about what she loves. And I don't see her linking, linking, linking like other influencers. That seems like a cash grab to me and I hate it. Um, Especially when they're like, what links do you guys need? Like, girl, if I needed a link, I probably already looked it up. Like, it's not that hard. It's not rocket science. Um, But Audrey, the problem with Audrey is she's designer obsessed, label obsessed. It's all about like Miu Miu. Hermes, Louis, like big brands. And it seems like all of her content is about what bag she's going for next or like a haul from Miu Miu in like the French Riviera, stuff like that. And it's so absurdly unrelatable. However, I think we're kind of in an age where absurd influencers are really big right now. Like, mm-hmm. have you seen that like high school girl posting about how she's like going to go get a Lamborghini Urus? No, I've heard about Have it, but I account? haven't seen it. No, I need okay. to, though. Okay, so people, I don't think people actually hate her. Like, people seem to yeah. be, like, hyping her up and be like, yeah, girl, you get that yeah. back. Um, like, we're now in an age where if someone's being absurd, buying a lot of big stuff, like, it's not mm-hmm. as offensive to us as conniving influencers trying to, like, sell you some cheap stuff. Um, we seem to respect it more. And I think yeah. that's what Audrey has going for her. Um, the thing that people do not like her for is I think she's editing her pictures, allegedly I have editing pictures. She got lipo. Sorry, she didn't get lipo. She got, like, cool sculpting. Okay. And she's open about it. Um, and she's also had three nose jobs. She's open about it. Um, three? But people still, like... Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. She's had three. And she, I think... Yeah. And I I feel like... You get maxed out after, like, three or five. Like, there's a certain yeah. point where, you, like, doctors won't do another one on you. Yeah. Um, but that seems to be, like, where a lot of her hate is. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, she's just kind of, like, does not seem to have a job other than shopping for, like, expensive yeah. stuff. Um, and she's always posting about how she, like, only vacations in, like, south of France and other like luxurious like places like she's not going to like the sandals resort in the bahamas you know what i mean yeah um so it's kind of like a interesting she's an interesting influencer compared to other ones because she's so absurd with her spending but at the same time it's refreshing that someone's just like she does not care to try to be relatable um she's just trying to be approachable yeah yeah that's also crazy it makes me wonder like how she can even afford that i don't know like does she do brand deals yeah she comes from money is okay the theory well i don't think it's a theory i think her dad's a hedge fund manager um she went to boarding school growing up and then she went to george washington university oh god and now this is just what she does i hate dc colleges like, that is my seventh circle of hell, would be, like, going to school in D.C. Yeah. Yeah. I think mine might be SEC, sadly. Really? No. Um, can... People, yeah, okay, SEC like schools, like, get a bad rap, but, like, you can find your people there. Like, seriously, it's not all True. just, like, Darcy McQueenies. Like, there's a lot of really cool <laughs> people, uh, you know? Like, Zoe went to UGA, yeah. and, like, her friend group is, like, super oh, true. cool and normal and, like, fun and creative. Like, it's still, like, a state school yeah. at the end of the day. So you get, like, all different kinds of people. Yeah, that's true. State schools is, like, where I feel like that's my, like, my place. Um, Do you think you would go to University of Miami? Now that Alex went there, like, maybe. Um yeah. I feel like I'm still, like, at that place where I'm, like, I don't know anything about it academically. I think it's hard to get into. Which is, I don't know, that's... Is it hard to get into? I have no idea anything about it. Me neither. Um, But, yeah, maybe. I mean, she made it look fun. Um, Yeah. I also loved Ohio State. Me too. I wouldn't trade Ohio State for anything. Yeah, I think Ohio State is, like, 
amazing. I would consider going to like Michigan, but again, that's just like another Ohio State kind of school. Yeah. Um, no, I feel like that would be fun. Or going to like UT Austin. I think that school seems fun. Yeah, that would be a good one. And then maybe you could work for Ken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. Um, okay. I feel like we kind of, we almost need to just like do one of these every like two months, three months, whatever. Just to check in. Because there's like so many new things to talk about. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. It can be like the Maeve segment of influencers. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. That would be perfect. We'll have to do like a quarterly update. Um, well, when Alex Earl finally announces what her thing is, maybe we'll have to reconvene. Oh my God. Yeah, we will. For sure. Okay. Thank you so much. Thanks, Bye. Lily. It was a pleasure.